Yeah. Sticks, homie, ate the kids home. Think what's now? Swear the kid grown. Fly. I'm in fly mode, take a seat, stupid, you see the sign on. Sorry, doc, it took a long time. Been on tour with Snoop, I was on my grind. Missed a couple calls, Hollywood and all. Tangeray got me feeling like hope, it's fine. <laughs> so I hit the booth for the caffeine show. Smooth D, holla, get at me, though. AQ, nice, running like an athlete, bro. Cook, cook, cold, man. That's what I be, and so be Porsche. Cook, cook, cold, man. Pockets like Big Shirley, that's Martin Mike Hurtcher. Cook, cook, cold, man. Bars be cold, Alcatraz, Mike Murphy. Your caffeine wanna show, we the best out. There you go. Doc, in your mouth, money running like water, never drought. Prepare the royal baggage, the king be out. Cars never gon' lease a game be out. Hurry up and buy, old dog it out. Damn. Hey, Stixie, can't be serious. I'm about a serious a shade for five. I'm living this Warren Buffett life. See, I get this wealth. My name is Money Cocksucker. Introduce yourself. Your last name ain't Benjamin. I don't need your help. If you ever block my money, just shoot yourself. Damn, I thought I told you before, this caffeine morning show, let's go, yo, yo doc, I told you I got this thing right here, dog. this caffeine morning show, smooth DQ nice Porsche, what up, you know what I'm saying, this how we, you know what, see I flip the bars like a pie, move a hundred keys out overnight, that mean a hundred wraps in 24, I can sell it for 17.5, that's real work across seas, if rap don't work I move these, too metaphoric then please, like Swiss beats I push keys, don't forget them from Watsi, I deliver, no DiGiorno, no porno, goodbye December, Porsche will tell all the girls he fine, but he married, go figure, just still jumping his DM anyway, because he, no I'm just playing, <laughs> I got you. This is how we do. Caffeine morning show. Blah! AM Caffeine morning show. It's your boy DOC. Smooth dinner ones and twos. Yes, Portia Coleman by my side. Right, right. I stayed. I stayed um, today. What's up, you guys? How y'all doing today? You good? We good. Doing Wednesday, good. We good. Okay, great. Uh, on Friday, I told everyone that we had a special guest coming in on Wednesday. Yes, you did. And, you know, I still have hoop dreams, dude. <laughs> oh, wow. I still have hoop dreams. I still get out there and give it the old college try. <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's talk about I it. So, let's you know. Take a look at your tongue and let's see. Right. Hey, you want to see my tongue? Yeah, where, where you want it? Whoa, oh, whoa. no. His <laughs> tongue got messed up playing pickup basketball. Y'all look nasty. So. You know, when when I come across uh, cats that played in the NBA, it's just, it's just, I feel something because I, I just love the game of basketball. Yes, me too. And I wanted to play, knew that it wasn't going to happen, but it's just special to me, man. So we had the R&B group Troop on the show a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they were on Instagram Live while we were, you know, do- taping the show. And Tracy Murray made comments about what they were talking about. I was like, and somebody said, Tracy, I was like, Tracy Murray? Oh, I got to have him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so Tracy Murray is here. He has an NBA championship, played in the league 14 or 15 years, went to UCLA, yeah. uh, drafted number two, Trace? No, number, 18. You 18. were drafted 18, but yeah. what round? 
First round. First round. Yep. First right. round. All right. That's number one to me, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty much. So Tracy Murray's here, assistant coach, and just so many other accolades after basketball, mm-hmm. and being you know being able to take your uh, your your career to another level after the game of basketball because so many players just get stuck and don't know what to do, blow yes. their money, and but Tracy's been able to do other things, help the youth, and just a, a whole bunch of stuff. And he's so, a sportscaster now. And he's a sportscaster, Dang. all that. Yeah. So Tracy's here with us today, man. Tracy, thanks for coming, yeah. man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Not only am I envious because you played in the NBA, <laughs> but you went to UCLA. And as a kid, I wanted to go to UCLA because UCLA had the dopest starter jackets anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That was the reason I wanted to go to UCLA was because I wanted a starter jacket from UCLA. Gotcha. Because I knew they were kind of expensive, so I knew moms wasn't getting that. So I was like, well, let me get a scholarship. But that didn't work out either. (laughs) And damn it, I didn't get one either. (laughs) (laughs) What? Really? I knew you had one. And then when I... Went to college. UCLA had the best dances. Shout out Ackerman Hall. Like the yes. best dances. Yes. Hands down was at UCLA. So I always wanted to be a damn Bruin. Yeah. So you got a few things, man, that, I, that I'm kind of envious. So I'll put it out there. I'm not a hater, but damn. <laughs> Tracy Murray in the building, man. Tracy, what up, so, Tracy, you got so much going on. How do you divide your time? But, you know, now being a sportscaster and, and you're coaching, how does that schedule work? Well, the schedule works easy now because I'm no longer with the Lakers. I was only with them for one year. For one so, year, yeah. okay. So then I slid back into the broadcasting field with UCLA right. and ABC Seven doing post game with Rob Fukazaki. So right, I, I was able to slide back in. Luckily, to to broadcast and when I experimented that one year, okay, let me see what it's like to coach in the NBA. Uh, B. Scott, uh, hats off to him. He gave me a shot to come in and do it, and um, you know they let us go at the end of that year. So one year of experience is on my resume. I did three years in the D League. Um, while I was in the D League, it's kind of moonlighting, trying to mm-hmm. get this uh, uh, broadcasting thing lit a little bit. So right. I was doing um, a class with Lou Riggs over at Santa Monica CC. Uh-huh. Then uh, UCLA had me do women's games for free to get some experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I started filling in for Don McLean when he was sliding over doing Clipper games or doing TV for UCLA. So that's how I got into broadcasting with UCLA. Yes. That um, happens. It's yeah. awesome. No, that's really dope. That's, yeah. How how was that, you know, I like you said you did it for free mm-hmm. and and you know just obviously studying studying people. What do you think makes you um different? Like what what is your thing that you think kind of makes you different from other cats? Well, I think I have fun with it. I try not to be too serious with it. Um, you have your information, you do your studying, but my delivery, I like to have more fun with it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean, people take it seriously. Um, not so far like Bill Walton does. You know, I yeah, mean, a lot, lot of people are, they get upset at him, but if you if you know Bill Walton, you know that his style is sarcastic humor. Right. You know, and, and I'm not that far with it. Right. But then again, I'm not too stiff with it. I just want to enjoy myself and have fun with it. You know, comment on the plays, try to be as entertaining as possible. On the radio, you got to paint the picture. So you let the the play-by-play do what they do. Right. You pop in, you know, color in the the drawing, and then then get out. So you can, you know, because you can't see the TV. So they got to be able to hear what's going on and be able to picture it. 
Um, <clears throat> so that's a little bit different than when I'm on with Rob Fukazaki. We got the highlights in front of us. Rob throws it to us. We throw out our expertise or explain the play and then throw it back to him. Um, so so that's a little bit different than doing a game on yeah. TV. From TV. And right. I've done games on TV where if there's a blowout, you got to bring up stories. Right. You got to <laughs> you gotta find something well. to do, something to talk about, right. you know, or else you're putting everybody to sleep. Right. right. How hard is it to critique your homies? Like, how hard is it, like, you know, you know them really well and, and you're free. you don't really want to talk bad about them, but then you have to do a job and they're not doing their job on the court. How hard is that to do? Well, I think, first of all, you have to remember that you were a player first, you know, mm-hmm. that you were in their shoes and how you felt when somebody came at you sideways. Right. So you can still get the point across without acting like you were that guy and this guy <laughs> is a piece of crap. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there, there's ways of getting across that that was a bad play. And here's how, what he should have done. Right. You know, there's ways of getting across. You know, there's a lot of guys out there. You could have sworn they were NBA All-Stars. Right. You, you exactly. ain't never, you ain't and I'm never like, lied. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, right, right. I played with you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or wait a minute. I played against you. Uh-huh. Right, right. And it's like, yeah. come on, man. You know, it's, it's like you got to check yourself right. sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, and I know some do it for the entertainment factor. But some jumped on this you know, sarcastic tone that, that was going on over the last 10 years. And, and I, I don't think that, you know, don't, don't borrow somebody else's style, be mm-hmm. original, be yourself, you know, cause some people just, they get on and they slam people. And I'm like, hold on now. hold. Well, hold. speaking of that. So if you had to say like NBA on TNT, one right. of my favorite shows, of course, I love done. that show. Who do you relate to the most on that show to Shaq, to Charles or to Kenny? Well, I, I relate, I relate to Kenny because you know I'm I'm more of the break it down, absolutely, you know, that, that type of deal. But I love the Shaq and Charles <laughs> back and it. forth. I love it and because you see there's that, many days like we really did like that on each the, other. That's so true. They don't. Well, well I, I think uh, later on there might have been a little bit of friction, right, with the LeBron James thing because you yeah. know Shaq is close to LeBron, right? They exactly. were teammates, mm-hmm. and then Charles threw his ten cents out there. I think Shaq may have had enough and and there might have been a little bit of friction at the end right yeah. but but um I, I i'm i'm more like kenny right you know the, that's that's what i do i take it a little bit more serious but then after you see kenny have fun kenny have fun too, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but he still gives his criticism right in an honest way he's like right. you know these are our friends you, you have to be honest we keeping it real you have to yeah. be honest or else your credibility is messed up Absolutely. yeah it's yeah. not personal no it's definitely not personal and if somebody come at you has like, anybody hey, come at you no, and, no no because i'm fair right yeah. right you know I'm, I'm not gonna go and, and slam people like i've never made a mistake on the basketball court before uh, right right you know and and and, and I mean, none of us were perfect. Mm-hmm. I wasn't an NBA All Star, right? You know, I, I got—I was lucky and blessed enough to get twelve years in, right? You know, three years overseas and fifteen years altogether. But in those fifteen years and three years of college and three years of high school, there were many mistakes. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and people had their digs on me too. Oh, you're too slow. Your feet too big. You can't move. You're not athletic enough. You're not going to last past three years you know I've, I've had that said by expert right people right but when you are slow when you can't move and you're not as athletic as everybody you got to find something else your brain your your basketball iq, IQ got to be in. out the charts right and when you have a heater 
you counter everything off your heater. Right. Right. And for those who don't know what a heater is, it's a jump shot. It's that jumper, exactly. baby. Let them know. Right. It was that jumper. Right. Yeah. Um, and as tall you, as you are, to let people know yes. how tall you are, just in case they don't. Well, well being six seven, six seven and a half, um, to be able to shoot over most defenders. Right. That's huge. You know, that's yeah. huge. Dennis Scott had that advantage being uh, six eight. So did uh, Glenn Rice. Right. Mm-hmm. Being six eight. Oh, Glenn so Rice, you, right. Glenn Rice was, was a killer. Right. Mean. So when you have guys that are tall that can knock down shots like that then it's an advantage. You can always shoot over the top of a defender. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. How do you feel about commentators or or um, guys that didn't play basketball but then give such harsh, harsh critiques? Like, I have a problem with Skip Bayless. And I know a lot and, and I know a lot of people do. And I, I just, you know, I don't know his background, but I was like I'm like, dude, you probably didn't even play badminton. And you come out here like you come out here and he he he's so hard and critical and and yeah. I have a problem with that. Like if you didn't really play the game it, you know it, it's funny you said that because my brother went in on somebody on Facebook oh no. today. Um, for you know, because they've been throwing out over the last month, month and a half, two months, you know, who are the top five, top ten players that ever come out of California in high school. Mm-hmm. And this one particular person said that uh oh, I'm not gonna put T. Murray in there. He was one dimensional. Now oh, Lord, as you move up in the sport, you have to play a role. Mm-hmm. And politics plays a role as you move up too. You start <laughs> right. making some money. Right. You know, they have their stars in place of who they want to market. Yeah. Right. So you better fi- figure it out and get in where you fit in if you're going to last. So I had to check my ego at the door and be just a shooter. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and try to attempt to stop somebody on the other end. Mm-hmm. It's tough to stop somebody when they have 20 shots and you have six shots and you got to defend those 20 to 25 shots. Right. Tough, right. So it's tough. I mean, these are the best players in the world. Right. So now rewind back to high school. That's me. I'm the one getting up 25, right. 30 shots. You know, but because you in high school, you were averaging like forty four points a game. My senior year, I averaged forty four points wow. a game, and I was averaging fourteen Seriously? rebounds a game. I was getting about five or six block shots and about five or six assists and a couple of steals. So to me, that's not one dimensional. Absolutely not. Heck no. But like you said, your once you get to another right. level, then you got to kind of curve your game. Some stuff that you right. were doing that you can't you do it can't do in it that anymore. role. So right. your brother I, went in I had this to, guy? I had to cut that in half just going to UCLA. Right. right. Shoot, my last year at UCLA, we had 10 pros on the team. Wow. 10 guys that touched the NBA for one year or more oh, wow. that was on that last team in 1992. Uh, I mean, 91, 92 at UCLA. Wow. That's crazy. So, so <laughs> you have six guys that averaged 30 points a game or higher in high school on that same team. Three McDonald's All-Americans. So, I'm not going to average 44 right. games. I'm not going <laughs> to average it's 30 impossible. a game. It's damn near impossible. Uh, right. I mean, you haven't got enough touches. When Don McClain and I both averaged... 21 points a game. We were the two high-scoring uh, uh, forward duel that ever come out of UCLA, and we were the top in, in the nation that year. Right. So when you got two guys getting 21 a game, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's hard enough. Absolutely. So your brother went in on this guy for oh, saying yeah, that he, on the yeah, have it. He's, oh. it's, it's still going right <laughs> It's still going. And my brother's not even in the country right now. Oh, wow. And he, 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 I guess he saw a post and was like, all right, let I'm going to go. let him have it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to let him have it because this dude didn't do any research. Absolutely. So you, know, you have to do your research. Trace, you grew up in Pasadena? Yes. So 
Why didn't you go to high school in Pasadena? How'd you end up at Glendora High School? Well, in the eighth grade, there were some things going on. I graduated from Elliott Junior High School, Pasadena, stand up. 626. And then, uh, you know, there was some stuff going on in our street, you know, gang members writing on our walls and stuff like that. And mom came outside and lit into a couple of them. Mm -hmm. And she was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? These are gangsters. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and mom started, you know, putting the pressure on pops. Look, we got to get out of here. Okay. So that's what that's that yeah, we jumped on Sierra Madre and went as far east and see where it took us. <laughs> right. That's right. And, and and it took us to Glendora. And and a lot of people thought I you know, because I went to school there that I grew up there. No, I grew up in, in Pasadena. Pasadena. Right. How do you I think I grew up with Troop. I grew up with John, John yeah. B. I grew up with right. Stacy Augman. There it is. I grew up in Michael Cooper's King D basketball camp, Michael Holton. Uh, all of the Pasadena stars, I grew up with them. Right. Um, so going to Glendora, but being from Pasadena, how did that change your game? Do you think your game would have been the same in Pasadena? Well, that team was, I would have went to John Muir High School. Right, would have went to Muir. John Muir had Stacey Augman. Yeah. Yeah, Mustangs. John Muir had Stacey Augman. They had Wayne Womack, who went to Arizona. They had uh, uh, Kurt Wagner, who went to Kansas. Mm. They had Daryl Scott, who went to San Jose State. Um, what I'm trying to say is, they were loaded, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So right. there's no way I would have had to. I would have had to sacrifice just like everybody else, right? For the sake of us winning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go to Glendora and you don't have that type of talent, you can get busy and you want to no. win, right? It's like, well. No one else is capable of doing anything or helping me out here. And, and, and the, the one person that was really now, – now, that team, that Glendora team, one thing I can tell you about them, they had a lot of heart. They dove on the floor. They took charges. They were fundamentally sound. They knocked down open threes when I was double teamed. Mm-hmm. So I was able to distribute to people that can knock down shots. Now, is there anybody that can just say, hop along, boys. Tracy's being triple teamed. I'm going to carry you to the promised land. We didn't no, have, didn't that. have no. that. If I had my brother, we would have won four state championships. Wow. I, I think we would have. Right. I mean, I went to state championship my last game, in, in my last year in high school in 89, and it was me and and, and a court, our, our star quarterback, J.J. Olaughlin. And that was, like, and and that was and, really and it. he was signed to go to Illinois for, for playing football. football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, he gets low bridged in the first quarter. Never the same. Menlo Atherton, they were there the year before and lost. Mm-hmm. So you think they're going to let us come in there and they have four D1 guys right. and a, a future Dallas Cowboy on their team? Right. You think they're going <laughs> to let us come in there and win just one guy? Right. And the <laughs> other, and the other not guys? Happening. Are, Absolutely not. Hey, not happening. I mean, I did what I could do. 64, 19, 7, 5, and 3. I, oh, my God. I wow. There's nothing else you could do. <laughs> nothing else I can do. Yeah, 64 that's... points, 19 rebounds. Good Lord. Uh, oh, my gosh. Seven blocks. Oh, wait. Seven block shots, five assists, three steals. Not much I can do. We lost by six. Not much that, I can do. That's it? By six? What by was six. the final score? You had 67. 89, <laughs> Are you kidding me? 89, 83. Oh, I had 64. everything. Lord. Wow. <laughs> that's... Where was the help? <laughs> that, that's uh, like no, free the, the help got hurt. Right, <laughs> right, right. I know. He got hurt. But the wow. And, and and everybody else that normally helped, that game was just too big for them. Yeah. Because, right, that because stage. That stage was, I mean, just watching wow. them pregame. We're in the, the Oakland Coliseum where the Warriors play. Mm. You know, their eyes was like wide open. Like, yeah. man, this is. 
it's huge. This it's is so too big. much. Right. Yeah. Right. So to run out there in warm-ups, you look in guys' eyes and You can see it. They, they don't got it. And they're looking on the other side. They're seeing <laughs> six, seven, six, five. Oh, gosh. They're two guards, the point guard and two guard were twins, and they were six three each. Wow. And you know, so there was no one under six two six three right. in the starting lineup. Oh wow. So yeah, they were scared. Right. Wow. AM Caffeine Show, Tracy Murray's with us. I got so much more I want to ask him. So, Smoothie, you want to go into a mix real quick? Yeah, let's do it. So, here's what we're doing. Tracy's, you know, LA stand up, California, Pasadena. Pasadena? Yeah. Dina in the house. We, we are, can we go on some West Coast? Like, can we do some of that? Oh, got to. Can yeah. we do some of that? We got to do some of that. Do we got to do some of that. Got to do it. Shout out to the Bloods and the Chris. What's happening? <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not, but no you just know. That's what we doing. Hey, no, but I'm not either, but you have to. Right, <laughs> right. None of us are, but you guys. The thing about it being from LA, even if you're not, you are. You like are. there is an affiliation yeah. somewhere. I grew where, up. Where in, you grew up? I grew up in Rolling Heights, California, and it was nothing but PBGs there because we tried. Like hey. Tracy went to Glendora. Yeah. We tried to get away. Same thing from the hood, but the hood ended up coming. <laughs> to where, like we, 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 we moved from LA to get away, and y'all mothers followed us. Oh, it yeah. sounds like the Inland Empire, right? right. <laughs> Inland right. Empire is Compton. Yeah. The old yeah. Compton. Right. The old Compton. AM yeah. Caffeine Show, Tracy Murray with a smooth on the ones and twos. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Start running, but all I wanted to do was kick a little conversation and see if we can fix 
this little situation. But what I f- was what you wondered, yeah. That's probably why you change a little page or nothing. But f- like you don't grow. You can't even look me in my eye, let alone go toe to toe. And calling me skinny, use a clown. I'ma call you Theo, cause you weigh 92.3 pounds. Wacky actor, movie script killer. Fool, don't you know? Quick and still. Cop the psycho, boy, you oughta quit. Your records don't hit, and f- don't jock you. You need to stay down, you compton clown, and get off of the n*** to the n*** forget it. Because I'm down with the trees, I'm down with death row, I'm down with black tone, and I'm down with the flow. So when we cross paths, and I hope that soon, I'ma boot your m- to the moon. You need to quit banging under false pretense, cause if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. So don't kill game, let the pivot commence. Day, 
Take a lie for it. Put the Bible down and go out for a knife for it. DOT, my enemy won't catch a vibe for it. Hey, I've been stumped out in front of my mama. My yeah. daddy commissary made it to commas. Tell him all my grandma's dead. So ain't nobody praying for me. I'm on your head. Hey, 30 millions later, know the feds watching. Auntie on my telegram, like be cautious. I be hanging out at Tams. I be on Stockton. I don't do it for the ground. I do it for Compton. I'm willing to die for it. You don't know I take your life for it. We ain't going back to broke, family on the ropes. So how you low, many rappers better know. If I gotta check a fake one, I'ma make it look sexy. If I gotta go out on a bed, I'ma make it look sexy. I pull up, hop out, and route, made it look sexy. They won't take me out my element, nah, take me I'm out my element. Hey. AM Caffeine Show. You don't know hey. about that. Come on, man, what? Tracy. Don't act like you don't know about that. What? Tracy Murray what? in the building. I, I think Tracy wants to release like a mixtape or something. Like, he's doing <laughs> like hip hop. Can he keep saying, yeah, I'm about to release a mixtape? No, don't I, make I, it no, I was more of a beat guy. I wasn't a lyric guy. You know that's, that, that so so that ex, that ex, that explained you know the little bit of production that I I did you know on the my uh, my, my quiet time you know <laughs> to keep myself sane through the twelve years of the NBA you got to have an outlet right, right. so I had a little studio at home and I used to uh, you know mess, mess with around the a little what? bit yeah look yeah. at you I thought you were about to be in like Kazam or something like that <laughs> Kazam Kazam whatever See, there you go you are acting well no no, no I, I mean, was in a couple of things but you know I. You never space, had a passion for jam. Well, you um, never had a passion for acting, like to keep doing not, it. Not, not a passion. I mean, the opportunities didn't present itself okay. like that. You know, I didn't have an agent that was throwing me out there, and and I wasn't Shaq, where everybody wanted you in their film, right. or, or Mike, right? So, I mean, the opportunities didn't present itself. Now, Shaq pulled me in on an episode of Parkers. Did he? Yeah, where it no was me, way. Brian Shaw, and Shaq. It was the the sign of Shaq, where <laughs> where they broke into the locker room and stole his jersey. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, so, I so, I mean, that was hilarious. Rest in peace to... Uh, That's the way we to, both did yeah, the Parkers. I, mean, yeah, I never yeah. knew that. Because, like, I, I met Tracy, like, randomly, low-key. Like, I was doing my TV show, people that were watching Hollywood mm-hmm. Today Live, and he was, like, a fan of the show. Like, he would watch the show and, like, would, would comment to me about the show. And I was, like, tripping because I was, like, of course I know They're who you he are. is. Right. But he's actually watching my TV show and, like, giving feedback on the show. And it was so dope. Like, a couple times I, like, shouted him out on the show. That's and, dope. You know, it was really dope. So I always appreciate that because he oh, was no watching. No problem. No you know, my work. That well, was so cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, when is Daddy Daycare before, you know... Uh, <laughs> It's Daddy Daycare until November. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you sit at home and you, you watch shows. Right. Uh-huh. And and Portia was doing her thing, and I was proud of her. You know, she yeah. was doing her thing. And, and and it's like shows come and they go. And and you just want to maximize your your thing while you're on your there. Your time while you're there. Your time while you're right. on there. Right. And I thought she did that. Right. No, that's dope. But, you know, what's funny to tie it into you. I used I to actually... do that all the time. I would hit Portia all the time, too. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 no, but it was dope. And then the funny time is when we actually met was at Rondebo's birthday party. Yep. That's yep. the first time we actually met. Remember? Man. Remember Tracy Rondebeau? was there? I yes, was there. I invited him. I was like, because when he asked me, I think he's something where I was like, oh, I'm about to go to my friend's birthday party. He was like, who? I mentioned Rondebo. He was like, are you kidding me? 
I know they used to hang out with us, man. We, yeah, they used know. to come up to UCLA wow. and hang out all the yeah, time. They were chasing the tra- track girls back yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, come to the birthday party, and that's where we actually wow, met. I don't we remember Tracy being. So me and Ronnie did that together. Yes. His birthday the day before mine, and okay. we're super, super close friends. And so he, yeah, that's what I'm That's what I'm saying. I mean, college nights. Yes, college yes. nights are uh, the what the Wednesday college nights that they oh, that they were hosting it and, oh, and then straight and then straight ahead. You that's when they got. That's when they got. You talking about Mental Monday at the Palladium that BBD did, right? right. And, and that's Monday. when straight ahead. And then they're straight ahead. Yeah, that's the, when they, the dancers. Yeah, who, they won the, the they won the contest, contest at Paradise Twenty Four. Right, Paradise Twenty Four. I was there too. I was there. See, y'all just never really. I mean, that's you talking about OG LA stuff being there. That's when it was fun to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was none. Nobody. Popping up in there trying to shake you down in the bathroom or nothing like that. Dancing, just, having, just a having a great time. Great time. And yeah. nobody tweeting That's Instagram. That's back when Roxbury was cracking. Oh, come on. Man. Ah, Roxbury, come I on. used to hear about the. I'm I, so mad. Man, man, I was 19 years old getting in Roxbury. Roxbury was off the chain, just, dude. Hey, I knew, I knew, knew, knew Magic Johnson. I walked in with Magic. He had the juice. Hilarious. So, wait, Trace, you did three years at UCLA, right? Yes. How do you feel about college players getting paid? I, I think that they should get something because the NCAA and the school, they're getting a lot of money off of likeness. Merchandising. Merchandising. Absolutely. Yeah, because my last year... That's when they started with the jerseys. Okay. I saw a 42 jersey and I saw a 30 jersey. Yeah, it didn't have my name on the back of it, but I know who You know who it is. was, right. right? You know what it is. There were some posters where, where all of us was in the huddle and we had our hands up in the air, you know, about to say Bruins when we introduced in the starting lineup, right? That was our team. That was your team. Right. That's your likeness. They were selling trading cards with us wow. back then. So this is all the stuff that we fought for. In the NBA, when we were locked out, mm-hmm. basketball-related income. Right. Mm, absolutely. So, how can the NCAA get away with it and put guys on video games mm. when, you know, they're, they're not getting anything? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I understand the school gets The school's got to give something because they're giving out scholarships. But at the same time, the scholarships are what? Two hundred something thousand dollars compared to the billions that they're yeah. getting. Absolutely, I agree with that. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they should get something, right? And I think it should be distributed evenly. Don't give certain people more than the other. Right. Distribute it evenly. No, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But how to determine? How do you determine what's fair, though? Wouldn't that be hard to, to try to figure out? I mean, when you say if you have a starter and somebody who's, you know, on it, the bench it, and doesn't play college. a lot, it's, it's kind of it's kind of tough because, to make it equal. It's college because. None of us were allowed to get a job. So, oh, yeah, Why? Are you no, yeah. When you're an athlete, no, when you're I was an athlete, dirt broke. I couldn't take my girlfriend to a movie. Most See, athletes are that. like that. You, you can't, can't you're not supposed to work. No, no, no. you cannot. No, you, you're not allowed to work. You're not allowed to work. Oh, this the, okay. That definitely doesn't make sense. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. You're dirt poor walking around there, and everybody else making money except for you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was and, walking and around in the same UCLA sweats every other day. And you're helping that school make money because folks are buying tickets to, to the game to come, to come see, see you. you. Well, I mean, there was a certain free throw, pair, well, one one free throw my freshman year against Kansas to knock off number one Kansas to move to the Sweet 16 where the school made a million dollars off of that. Wow. And you saw nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. Not. Absolutely, no. Yeah, that's a problem. 
Um, but but I, I think they should get something. I agree. Agreed. So with that being said, I guess that's why you you know you tend to find uh, college athletes that you know dabble with boosters or you know however they're getting money from outside sources. You know, obviously it's illegal, but you can kind of understand. You understand yeah. why yeah. they do that, right? Right. You understand it because you go to class, you go to tutoring, you do study hall. You do the, the weight room, you have your practices, and you have your games. Number one, there's no time to work. Number two, you're not allowed to work. So, so you know, there's only so – half the time you can't even make it up to, to the uh, dorm to, to, to get something to eat. So right. you need yeah. some type of money to eat on campus. Mm-hmm. And back then we had brewing gold cards, which – Gave us a little bit of something to eat on there, but it wasn't enough. You can only grab a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they didn't put enough money on those cards for us to eat. Right, so we're, we're, mean, we're growing boys. I right, six eight and size seventeen shoe. You know, exactly. We're growing. We're still growing. Right, right. So you know, it wasn't enough. But I tell you what, my my three years at UCLA was was uh, classic. It was probably the best three years of my life up until now. Really? Yeah, I I really enjoyed, even, you know, with all of that said, we weren't thinking about that. Right. We were just happy to be there. Basketball. We were playing for Blue Blood School, the best school on the West Coast, basketball-wise and academic-wise and social-wise. That's that's how they sold getting people there. Right. Those three things. And... I'm. I had a ball. I know you did. Mm-hmm. You BBD. were talking about the party. <laughs> BBD parties. BBDs right. were up there. BBD were up. They were up there all the time. <laughs> the good girls were up there all shout the time. Out, yes. Shout out, Joyce. My brother loves some good girls. They, those are my girls. Yes. And you know they were up there all the time. There were parties. Mm-hmm. I mean, X Clan. BDP. I was there. And I was at some parties, darling. Digital y'all, Underground. Y'all have been friends for twenty years. MC right. Hammer. <laughs> Public Enemy. Name my my trip my campus visit as a as a recruit. Mm-hmm. I am there during Step Show Week. I'm taken to a party <laughs> in the student activity area. You know, you said yes. shout out to the area where they have the parties, right? Yeah. So I'm up there, and the Omegas are having a party. Tribe Called Quest was wow. performing. Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm going here. Oh, that's well, <laughs> well, Tribe Called Quest was performing. A fight breakout, and you're thinking oh. UCLA is real, you know, preppy, preppy, snooty kind of. Yeah. You know, yeah. you think, oh, this is Westwood, nothing's going down. There was a big fight that went down. I was like, wow, it's popping around <laughs> here. Where do I, where do I sign? Where do I sign? This is this is my element. <laughs> Did you get into a lot of fights when you were there? No, no, no I didn't. Not think at all. So, right? Not at all. I mean, the, there were a few fights in practice, but that's because guys were competitive, right? Right. Okay. You know, I mean, we're all brothers. That's we're around happen. each other all the time. It's going to happen, right? Okay. Um, getting back to the NBA. And the era that you know that you played in, mm-hmm. and looking at the game now, and 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 how it's changed, how do you feel that it's it's small ball now? Mm-hmm. And me coming from you know that that era of, of becoming a fan of basketball, then growing up with Showtime, and my favorite all time players is Michael Cooper, mm-hmm. and just Pasadena. watching the Lakers mm-hmm. and watching how important a big guy was. Yes. And now it's almost like obsolete. 
it kind of throws me off a little bit because I, I see the change. But to me, it's like I want a big man on my team because most teams don't have that. Right. I don't understand the concept of not well, getting a big man because it's small ball now. This is the reason why. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, extremely skilled. Hakeem Olajuwon, absolutely. extremely skilled. David Robinson, extremely skilled. Patrick Ewing, extremely skilled. Centers back then can knock down jump shots, free throws, hooks, jump hooks. They can score on a smaller person and punish you and, and, and score the bucket. These centers can't score nowadays. They can't hit free throws. They can't hit free throws. They can't score. They can't score at all. So now, if you don't have the Chris Paul lob to DeAndre Jordan, right. how useless. is he going to score? Right. Yeah. Now, is that the college's fault? Like, obviously, it's someplace I, in the it's, development. It's all the way down to high school and AAU fault. Because everybody's telling. Now, I'm going to rewind it to when I played. No one told me I was great. Everybody had something to say about he can't do this, he can't do that. Mm-hmm. All he can do is shoot. Okay, fast forward to this generation. Everybody's great. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. They have a huge upside. Yeah. That, none of that stuff was said with our era. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right. Because, because dudes, yeah, you had to earn it. There, yeah. were, there were dudes being paid. You know, you had to pay dues. And I saw that switch like around the eighth year in the NBA where I had to go through sitting on the bench for three years before I had a shot to do anything. Now, guys got hurt along the way in those first couple years where I showed I belonged, but I still had to sit behind them when they came back. Mm -hmm. Now, now, year eight, I'm like, okay, it's my turn. Dudes are going to sit behind me because I paid my dues. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they started playing young dudes Over in front you. of vets. Right. So, and it was because of the lockout, things that was going on, uh, uh, the, the style of player and the style of, of, of the way we were back then. Mm-hmm. Cornrows, tattoos, pants sagging. No one wanted to get dressed in suits. So they were finding a way to try to get us out of there. Mm-hmm. So put in the young kid that's going to listen and do whatever they're told. They, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's how they started eliminating folks. And now you have the kids now that were giving things too fast. And some of them fell by the wayside because they had everything and didn't earn it and didn't work on the game and they... And then you had the LeBron Jameses, who was just that doggone good. Right. Right. That, yeah, first rookie year, he belonged. Rookie right. year, he was a star. Right. But if you look at every guy, his body was built, too. He was built like a grown man. He when could he came be a football league. player. Right, right. I, he, was, he did play football he, in high he school. He would be a great football player. But, yeah. but he, w- he was built like a grown man with a high basketball IQ at a young age. So... Appropriately named King James, because this dude was a real deal as a young buck. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at all of the great, and I'm saying great, young players that came out of high school back then, KG, absolutely, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant, 
you know, Jermaine O'Neal, Al Harrington, all these guys that were really good high school players that came directly into the league. It took them three years Mm -hmm. before they became who they were. Absolutely. They worked. Right. They earned it. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of these one and dones are coming in and they're they're not ready. They're not ready. They're they're not ready. Right. And it's because, and I say AAU, because most of these coaches are rolling the ball out because they're talented and tell them to go play. They're not coaching these kids. And they're not coaching them because they're afraid to lose them. Mm -hmm. Because parents are like, my son's talented. If you don't do this for him, we'll go to another team. That's going to let him play. So you got a a generation full of running kids. Right. Right. Okay, I'm going to run over here. I'm going to run over here. You can't do that in college. So what do they do? Run to the NBA. Oh, yeah, you're under contract. You can't run anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. So you're so, stuck so, with, so with, you're without stuck. the skills. So right. are, are you going to fight through it, get better, work on your skill, and advance, or are you done at the end of your, your rookie contract? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them falling by the wayside at the end of their rookie contract because they're used to being handed everything. Right, mm-hmm. right. So that's where we are with this. That's why you see Europeans, Africans, South Americans, people around the world coming in stealing NBA jobs. Because these kids aren't ready. Mm-hmm. Over there, I played overseas for three years. We taught these kids the same thing we learned as kids. Fundamentals. They're like sponges. They soak it up. They know who you are. They followed your career. They wanted to be like you. Mm-hmm. So if this guy's telling me to do this, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do, do it. it. I'm going to do it. Now, people here don't take the same approach. Right. The youngsters are being told they're great. Oh, he's a hater. Don't listen to him. He don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> right. That is so... That's yes, right. we live in the Instagram hater, world. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hater, I'm, I'm trying to help okay. you yeah. last. Mm-hmm. Make it a career out of it. Yeah. And, you know, that was kind of some of the stuff that was going on with that Laker team a couple years ago. You know, it's like... You got guys that make more money than you, and they're young. They got the world at their feet. They're chasing the Kardashians. Oh, gosh, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so, Jordan so, I mean, Clarkson. D'Angelo Russell. And D'Angelo, I mean, so, well, yeah, right, right. So, all of so, them. So, so when you have Which We should have never picked him, by the way. What? Oh, D'Angelo he, he just Russell. doesn't like no, D'Angelo. I, I, I was going to ask I, you I was so D'Angelo. not feeling him. So, when, so, so when you... <laughs> Stop it. What? So so when you so when you have that situation and you got these starlets mm-hmm. telling you you're great, you're not gonna listen to a coach that's telling you you got work to do. Right, yeah, yeah you're right. right. You're right, you're right. You know, so and, and I'm glad that thank goodness on that team had a Larry Nance Jr. Yeah, whose Larry father was- played in the league who understood what being a professional was. Who right. stayed four years in college. Right. And was ready to play. Mm-hmm. And understands what hard work is. Yeah. Right. You know, hopefully, and and, and and now this kid, Brandon Ingram, I, I see the kid working. Uh, I'm so happy to see Laker pride starting to come back. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I wasn't sure about him, mm-hmm. but as you saw the year progress, yes. you've seen him progress as well. Yes. And you, the confidence mm-hmm. went up and you started to see his skill level. Yes. Um, 
And I, I'm 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 excited. You know, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about Lonzo yet, but I'm excited for the future for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And you know, I didn't really watch Lonzo uh, much in, in 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 college. I watched him every game. And Does he work? I, Do you, you feel he's gonna he's, be the star? He you can't judge him on scoring the basketball. He is a true, a true point, point guard, guard right. at six six. Right. He sees everything. I told Larry Nance Jr., and I still keep in touch with Larry Nance. He's a great kid. I said, get your track shoes ready. Come in shape. Be ready to run. Be ready to run. Mm-hmm. Because if you run, you're going to get three or four dunks a game because Lonzo's going to hit you. Right. Nice. I, I ran to Julius Randle at, at, the, uh, who I love. at the Summer League. Who I Julius love Julius Randle. And, and who, who I was one-on-one with most of the time I love working Julius with Randall. a shot. Yeah. This kid, I told him, I said, dude, make sure you come in shape. Because if you don't come in shape, Lonzo's going to leave you behind. Right, right. right. He's unselfish. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, but that's the job as a point guard. Your job is to distribute, make everyone else better. But look at today's point guard. No, No, they don't because they're thinking about just scoring. Right. Yeah. Right. They dominate the ball. They dribble the air out the ball. They don't look up. Absolutely. He's like an OG point guard, like Magic. If he saw you streaking, he threw that long bounce pass, caught worthy in stride for a dunk. Right. Lonzo would do the same thing. Right. What What do you feel about the three on three basketball league right now? You feel (laughs) it? I want to ask (laughs) the big three. The big three. You know what? It's good to see the boys out there playing. You know, if they asked you to play, would you play? No, I I wouldn't pass the physical because of my my hip. Right. Yeah. Um. I, you know, a lot of us, when we were kicked out the league, we weren't done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was that youth movement I was talking exactly about, about where they pushed you out the door. Right. Mm-hmm. So, there. Were, I mean, I wouldn't have played another three years in Europe if I didn't. Right. If I had out my system. <laughs> had, right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of guys that don't have it out their system, still competitive, still feel that they can play a few minutes in the league and be effective, which some of them can. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, I, and, and and at the most part, I mean, some of these guys are getting a second look with this. No, absolutely, you know? I think absolutely, it's, yeah. they American really Idol are. for basketball right. players. Yeah, right. I, I, I have it on TiVo, and and and, and I watch it. It's very, it's very entertaining and yeah. catch that I grew right. up liking. You know, just seeing them still seeing get them out play. there, and still awesome. being competitive, right. and like. It's competitive. Like they're not playing. They're pl- they no, really want to win. For real. They're yeah. playing for real. And, and and this is now that's where some of them got to pump the brakes a little bit because <laughs> we are all trying to do. And I say we because that's my boys out there are trying to do something that they used to do at twenty two. That yeah. Mm-hmm. That they can no longer do at forty right. or thirty eight. I mean. Some of them come. They've, they've come down with some injuries, right? Right. Yeah. You know, and, Jason and, Williams got hurt the first game. Corey Maggette too. First game. And, Corey, first Corey, game? Corey has a boot on his on his leg serious? now. Right. And Corey's in great shape. Great, great, great in really shape. good shape. Yeah. Great shape. But Father Time. Absolutely. Father that's the that's the one you cannot right. beat. That right. Yeah. What happened was <laughs> what had happened. What, what had happened, happened was <laughs> they haven't been in an arena. With that many people in there and that adrenaline that feeling. flowing mm-hmm. right. like that in a long time. Right. And trash talking and dudes started thinking that they could do what they <laughs> did back, back then. then. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Slow your roll, pump your brakes. Slow that game down a little bit and use your brain. Right, right. Use that IQ. Right, right, right. I mean, because there's no way I'll be trying to move like I was 21. I'll be countering everything like I've always done. I've always been the slow guy. Counter everything off my jump shot. You run out there, okay. I got you. Right. Right. Yeah. I'll be out there at that four-point line. Come run out here. Yeah. Because I'm not going in there. Come run out here. I'm not taking it. And it's physical. It's the way we used to play. Right. right. Hand check. You come in there. You get a hit. You get it knocked on the ground. No call. You look at the ref. He's telling you to get your get, butt get up. Get up. Yeah. Right. There's none right. of these hand check fouls. You know, can't touch anybody. You know, that's why it's hard to compare eras. Right. Yeah. 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 Because it's different style totally of play. Totally different. Totally different. What do you and like even to... the era before ours was rougher than that. Two yeah. hand checks. I do miss that, though. Like, when you really I, look at basketball yeah. then compared to now, I mean... Just that little thing. Oh, it's a foul. Is that a technical? The worst. And then you got people flopping. The flopping. Flop- oh, that's yeah. the worst. That's the, the worst. The flop is just like the the worst. I, I wanted to touch real quick. What do you think about this whole Kyrie LeBron thing? If you can, can you? I, I think it's sad. Yeah. I, okay. I really think it's sad because here is a team that's going to the finals every year. Mm-hmm. They're getting out the East. Who's going to stop them? Yeah. I mean, you can win 13 games in the East and, 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 <laughs> and get to the yeah, 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 eighth spot. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like they're going every year and have a shot at winning an NBA championship mm-hmm. every year. Yeah. All they got to do is add the right piece. Mm-hmm. And now this starts because you want your own team. It's like so he must have forgot. Kyrie. He okay. must have have a short memory of what it was before LeBron got there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very true. But I, I think, and I totally agree with you, but I think for probably from his perspective, it's like, look, when he signed that deal for five years or whatever mm-hmm. it was, that was before LeBron came. Right. Mm-hmm. So then LeBron comes and that kind of switches the way that you felt that you were now going, this team was going to be built around you. Right. I, I get that. So it's the egos. But, he needs to check his but, ego is what he's saying. I get that, but... He get to shoot whatever damn shot he want to shoot. So that's the other that's side true. to it because it he seems like he had he, hey, he has to go ahead. Saying, LeBron is saying here, Do you go right. It's that new generation. Yeah, I don't it get has it. To be. I gotta have my team. Okay, go take it your has, team and get your ass kicked all year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It has to be something then more than what's going on on the court. It has no to be doubt. something Behind that we don't scenes. know about. Yeah, because, something, something we don't know about. Because he, like, again, like we're saying, I don't think the I mean, coach is saying don't, don't do that. He really is he's sticking really to his gun. Like he's really sticking not... to his gun. He went out of there. I'm right. Like, but, but do you feel that it is because all the rumors that Stephen A has been saying for last year that LeBron is coming to the Lakers next year? Do you feel well, it's because LeBron I, started I, I, it? If, if, oh, every, if everybody, if everybody wants to jump ship because LeBron's going to jump ship, I get it. Right. But don't make it a personal thing like – you know, me and this dude's not jazzing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, because you guys, they look like they were jazzing fine to me. They said, right. right. I thought so. That's why yeah. I was shocked, too. I right. didn't think it was personal at first. No. But then now it's, I mean, all the shots they're taking, or at least LeBron right. is like on Instagram I mean, and different stuff like that. It's getting personal now. I'm going to tell you like this. It's easier to play with a LeBron, a Kevin Love, you know, Tristan Thompson doing the dirty work. JR. Uh, JR hitting his jumpers. Chumper <laughs> mm-hmm. playing D. It's easy when you have those guys on the court. Now, you and somebody, four other guys that don't know how to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a There's lot tougher. It's going to be a problem. It's going right. to be a lot tougher for him to score, too. He's going to realize that. Right. Yeah. So you he know, shouldn't go to the Knicks and try to 
All of a sudden, oh, not the Knicks. Well, it's going to be him that. and Porzingis. And Porzingis trying to build and, a and, team. And I don't know if Melo's going to be there. Yeah. And if Melo's there, I mean, you have two ball dominators right, right. there. Yeah, That's not, absolutely. It's not yeah. going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? And we'll go, man, I could talk basketball. We could. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. (laughs) How do you feel about LeBron? Like, when LeBron goes to a team, and obviously he's great, and you do have to adjust how you play, but it just, it, it, it seems like there's so many players that really have to sacrifice the way that they have been playing because of LeBron. Say for instance, why, Kevin Love. Why? why? Because for, they want to play. They don't want to play the right way. I mean, say for instance, Kevin Love. Kevin Love to me, he can shoot the three point yeah. shot, but he's not a three point shooter. Right. Right. Kevin Love should be in the box. Right. And, and in Minnesota, when he was giving you twenty and fifteen damn there every night. Right. Now he's not. He's not doing that. And then. It looks like he's not performing, but he's not playing in the position that he should but, be playing but in. But that's what people don't understand. He's playing his role on that particular team. Right. You know, he's doing his I mean, job. Yeah. I mean, I, I went from averaging 16 a game up there in Toronto, had a 40-point game. And, you know, now I get to Washington with Chris Weber, Juwan Howard, Ross Strickland, and now I'm averaging 9, 10 points a game. Right. It's like I got to scale it back because these – I got to fit in now. Right. I got yeah. I to, gotta, you know, be a little bit more one-dimensional – I mean, when you have LeBron, a do-it-all guy like that on your team that can set the plate for you, hell, the game is easy. Right. <laughs> right. You would think so. Like, stop complaining. You don't have to do as easy. much work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kyrie makes it tough the way he one-on-one He kind of dribbles and, a little yeah, too much. He gets like, dribble yeah, happy. He makes it tough. Happy. He gets yeah. he dribble happy a little right. bit. Yeah, he yeah. makes it tough. And I love Kyrie. And, and I love, I love his it. And I, I love, love him, too. Heart. I think he's talented. Yeah. I, there's no one that's got the handles he got in the oh, league. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. He got crazy handle. He can create any shot that he want to sh- shoot. Uh-huh. The best, Probably the best one-on-one player in the league, you know, other than LeBron. MVP, right. do you think it should have went to Russ or should have been Harden? I, I think it's hard to average a triple-double. And I'm not just saying this because this is my Bruin brother. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to average a triple-double over a, a course of 82 games. What he did was... Freaking amazing! It was handed to the right person. I believe Absolutely. so too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe yeah. so too. And I love James Harden, and he's gonna have his opportunity again. Now, this is my question to you: How do you think the James Harden and the Chris I Paul thing gonna work? I don't think it's gonna, gonna work at all. That's that my is, opinion. That it's is going to be uh, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. it's, it's going work. to be very, very interesting. I mean, as Two we know, dominators. they both need the ball. Like James Harden <laughs> definitely needs the ball. Yeah, yeah. But to me. I think without I think not having the responsibility of having to bring the ball up would to me which it should help his game a little bit right because it takes some of that pressure, pressure off, yeah. of, off of you right. he get the rest a couple but, of but but the issue yeah. is is now Chris Paul going to be willing to come down and no. be a point guard and dish and not worrying about having to shoot I don't think so my, my thing is you got two guys to dribble the air out the ball um <laughs> exactly so and I, and I and I say that with with respect because I love both of them. Uh, what they bring to the game is is top notch. They're both doing their thing off the court. They're they're the good role models. They're good fan, uh, uh, parents and stuff. And I respect their game. They can score the basketball. They set people up. They have so much on their shoulders. But when you have to be on the same team and you do the same thing, you know who's going to sacrifice? Who? I mean, are they going to be willing to take a step back and the other one go for a little while? set people up, do his thing, and then 
when he get a little bit tired, right. okay, go ahead, go, you do yeah, your thing. Right, right, right. I mean, I think they're getting a jump start on that because I saw them on the floor Drew together League. at the Drew League. They were fighting. Weren't they arguing about something at one point, though? They was. I, I don't. I didn't see the whole know, game. I think supposedly, but, but they are. But they are testing it out right testing now. Testing it out, right? And I, yeah. I think that play right. was. Um, one was upset. The other, like, yo, James go Harden get him. Like, like, no, go get him. Like, you, you, you should be going a little harder. And yeah. I think it, it was kind of like that. Like, I'm like, you should be and, killing him. And Chris Paul's more in your face. He's now. way more. He, in your right. face. He's more in your face. He's not going to allow you to slip. Right. No. And I think that's exactly but why it's it was. Gonna right. Accept that. And, where Harden's going to be like, wait, this dude coming on my on team my and team, trying to give me right. trying to give me that. Right. The, the ego right. thing, I think, is going to be a little right. difficult. But but you got to look at Chris Paul wants to win. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's the bottom line. And if James want to win, then they're going to be on the same page or find a way to be on the same page. Right. right. Go I get can't the number wait. Three seed. I'm gonna I'm put him in number three seed. This, this year's gonna be so. It's gonna be, <laughs> so, gonna be, so, it's gonna be so interesting. Gonna, it is. The but West is gonna be crazy. Oh, it, it's oh, gonna be so crazy. But when it, when it's said and done, at this point right now, okay, see, coming nobody, back in nope, again. Nobody can beat Golden State. No, no. in a seven no. game Absolutely series. Absolutely not. Nobody no. can beat Golden State. I think Golden State got the next two years. Let me ask you this: Will the Lakers get the eighth seed? I don't think no, this year. I don't no, think I, so. I, don't, I, 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 wishful thinking they would definitely be at least ten games better than last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, oh, I don't know. You're gonna have to ask me in the middle of the season. <laughs> <laughs> AM Caffeine yeah. Show. My Go man Lakers. Tracy Murray. We're I can talk. Have to do this again. We, I can no, talk hey, basketball yeah, all, all day. damn you, day. You man. just let me know when yeah, to come back in. I'll come Absolutely. Back in. <laughs> Um, so Tracy, so now you're going to be back on ABC when the NBA season starts. The second half of the season, okay, like around February, February, February. March, yeah, around that time. Okay, you nice. know, right after March Madness is over, UCLA is over, then I slide right in, right to uh, April, May, and June. AM Caffeine nice. Morning Show, Tracy Murray, and when I get, I may have to um, tweet Rob Fukuzaki and find out what type of. Uh, Hairspray that is like his hair be off the chair. His hair doesn't move. It does not move. Hair be lit. But it be glistening. I'm like, okay, Rob, I see your work. And Rob be dressing too. Rob yes, is, he is so clean. I done caught him. I done caught him two times at Ralph's in really? the valley. Yes, Man. and his no hair is off the chain. Like, yeah, Cleaner than high. the board of health. There it is. Caffeine <laughs> hey, Morning Show. Thank you so much Tracy to Tracy Murray, building. man. Appreciate it so much. Thank Tune into the AM Caffeine Morning Show every Wednesday and Friday. Go to amcaffeine.com for all station listings. And uh, you guys enjoy your day. Thank you so much, Tracy. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm Caffeine Morning Show. Enjoy your day. We out. Yep.